beaming into your mind. Your Dr. Von Verlock here. Lords and ladies, welcome to my show. Tonight we're talking Verlock the Psionic Ice Cream Man and the Peanut Butter Solution on Planet Verlock Psionics and Magic Tech Podcast. So without further ado, let us begin. The year was 2004. I had just got off the phone with the psionics master, Charles Cosimano. We had been talking about the music track on his website back then, and then a bit about the Flash Gordon film. Uh, Well, this ice cream truck then drives down the street. Oddly, the music isn't the usual, you know, kid songs and instead i kid you not the truck is playing the exact same soundtrack from charles cosimano's website which had this kind of eerie effect on me then my neighbor next door begins blaring the flash gordon film soundtrack from queen and he yells out the window flash Ah! And, you know, I was thinking how weird it was until I remembered something my mentor had said about psionics as a lifestyle. And he said this, Your life will never be the same again. There will be times where you feel like you have literally, literally leapt off the page of a comic book. And so it has been for me very much like this for decades now. Everything becomes this grand theater of interweaving synchronicities. Sound exciting? Well, it is. And why should I have all the fun? You are going to take this magical adventure with me, my friends, and manifest all manner of good fun stuff. Maybe even get a hot girl or guy friend. Hey, make yourself some money. Get free stuff. Get other people to do things for you. The world is quite literally, potentially, your oyster. And I'm going to pry this oyster shell of illusions open for you so that you have, so that you may now. Behold the gleaming radiance of a most secretly concealed jewel. What is this jewel? Well, it's called your mind. And your mind has direct access to the universe and all of the goodies in this cosmic cookie jar, kilo. (laughs) Sound delicious? (laughs) is delicious. So, come join me. Alrighty then. Listening closely, here's another fun story of my adventures. And this one's uber good. The Peanut Butter Solution. Yes. So, I was grocery shopping with my wife. It was a hot day, to say the very least. In fact, we were going through a massive heat wave in our area of California. Now, trying to pry me away from my work in the new and soon-to-be-released Beginner Psionics Academy took heavy persuasion 
on my wife's part. And with the heat, I really didn't want to venture outdoors. But my wife said, hey, we have to get those groceries or we're going to starve. So being thus persuaded, obviously we didn't want to starve, I fired up the Verloc mobile, and we took off into the desert sun like hell on wheels to get to Wally World, or Walmart, or whatever. <laughs> well, to make shopping faster, my wife and I divided and went our different ways around the store, dividing that shopping list up. And as I passed by the bakery, a place usually that I just ignore, because I eat mostly a healthy diet, I don't like all the sweet stuff, something rather like a whisper came into my ear. Tom, Tom, the peanut butter cookies, peanut butter. And, you know, I instantly knew what that meant. Now, my stepfather, who passed away something like 12 years ago, had a uber-super craving, like madness, for peanut butter. So I said under my breath in the store, Dad, hey, I'm grocery shopping here, and this really isn't the time or place for necromancy, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, you know, these things happen. And I gave in. I gave in. And I bought some of those damn peanut butter chocolate chip cookies and took these bad boys home. So, at home, after devouring a super good taco salad that my wife prepared for us for dinner, and we looked at each other after dinner, thinking, are we going to try, you know, what's called dessert, because we usually don't have dessert after dinner. We're sort of conservative with the food and everything. We just eat a healthy diet, but we're like, you know, okay, what possessed you, Tom, to buy peanut butter cookies? My wife asked something rather like that. So I told my wife, and I explained the event in the grocery store, my little <laughs> necromancy experiment. Then uh, I went on to explain about a film that my stepdad had brought home one day about this kid who loses his hair after seeing a ghost. Anyway, it was called The Peanut Butter Solution. And I mean, the kid goes completely bald in this movie. It's just a fun little budget film. And then the ghost goes on to describe to the young, bald lad a secret recipe for peanut butter, which has this magical corresponding effect of regrowing one's hair. <laughs> a great little film. Now, as we can readily imagine, how little boys might amuse themselves with something powerful like this peanut butter solution that regrows your hair. The two friends in this film do exactly, exactly what would justify a mother's concern and worry about the common sense, or in this case, lack thereof, for her children. Okay, so one boy, the bald one, uses this solution of peanut butter to coat his bald head. And so, long story short, his hair grows back. Indeed. But then, as the story unfolds, his hair does not cease to grow. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing until his hair is like down to the floor in a classroom. And so, in one scene in the film, there's this little girl seated behind him in the classroom. 
and she's busying herself braiding this little boy's excessive length of hair like he's become her favorite doll. <laughs> and you know, it was just a funny film. So as for the other boy, and this is the interesting part of the film, his friend, well, let's just say that he's short a few, or not the sharpest knife in the kitchen drawer. And of course, he can't help but satisfy his wonder and curiosity, so he does say, hey, could I borrow some of that peanut butter solution? You know, I want to try something. The other kids say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And so he does exactly what mom's afraid he'd do. Yes, he reaches down yonder and gives himself a whopping smattering of peanut butter down his own shorts. The fact... Uh, Alright, that was my Apple phone Siri butting in. And every once in a while, this crazy AI thinks I'm talking to her. It. He. What, whatever you call it. Right? Stop that this instant, would you? And Munson, stop messing with the wiring. That's my one of my wandering spirits, Mr. Munson, and he can't help himself or his curiosity either. Anyway, back to the story, ladies and gentlemen. This one other boy reaches down and gives himself a whopping, heaping amount of peanut butter down his own shorts. The fact of the matter that this lad did not consider the consequences goes without saying. Something akin to people who watch the news these days and believe whatever Mr. Science says without bothering to check for peer-reviewed laboratory tests. Yeah, well, needless to say, our young would-be heroes once again find themselves back at this haunted house where the whole problem started, originated, and they're entreating the souls of the departed married couple who once lived there in their previous life in that house. And having grown somewhat fond of these kiddos, the ghosts proceed to help them resolve their problems with the magical peanut butter solution. It's called the peanut butter solution. That is the name of that film. And if you'd like to amuse yourself, see if you can download that on iTunes or Amazon and have yourself a good laugh. Long story short, how this relates to my stepfather, he loved that film, and he loved peanut butter. And we had ourselves a good merry old time watching that film, among others, and those were fun memories for me, and I think, I, I love talking about my uh, late stepfather, because there are a lot of good fond memories. Um, we have illustrated him in some of my books, The Verloc Practical Guys, VPG 1, 2, and 3. And you can find those at verloc.com shop. And in each one of those books, ladies and gentlemen, it's like opening a box of Cracker Jacks. There's something fun in each book that you're going to find out. Great surprise. I won't ruin it for you. Check out those books. Anyway, what this all means to us psionics enthusiasts and fans of psychic power is simply that the world is full of magic for those of us willing to look for it. And you don't need to look so hard because I've been at magic for about oh, 40 years and psionics for about 35 years or something like that. 
And I've discovered so many things, wonderful things. Ladies and gentlemen, once set on the path to discovery of psionics, one day may never be the same as the next. On some days, these coincidences that can't possibly be mere coincidences, which manifest in our lives, will be small but fun-filled surprises which make our lives far more worth living. I mean, just that in and of itself is worth the pursuit of psionics. But it gets better than that. When the time comes for you to do something spectacular, like stopping a tornado, I've done that. A super typhoon. Been there. I've stopped at least over 40 super typhoons. And you use your miraculous prayer board or learn psionics from me. And then by some means beyond our current understanding of how this wonderful universe works, thousands or even millions of people's lives are miraculously saved. Well, when that happens to you, you'll be asking yourself, did I, was that, could it be my magic that did that? And the answer is, yeah, that's all you. Well, it is you, and of course the forces which operate the universe working with you. It's all about that relationship. And psionics makes that relationship far easier, uh, quicker to learn and less hassle. I mean, you don't have to do a bunch of ritual stuff. You're taking a small step into a much larger universe when you use psionics. And when you pursue the path of psionics, your life will never be quite the same ever again. Hardly anything like boring. Like I said, there will be days when it feels like we have literally leapt off the page of a comic book. And that's what my old mentor used to say. It'll feel like you jumped right off the page of a comic book. And everybody always tells me their life has never been the same since they started psionics. And how many people talk to my mentor, Charles Cosmano? Thousands, thousands and thousands of emails, phone calls. Uh, wonderful people have... Uh, visited his home to get advice from him. And best of all, I am Charles Cosimano's very first student. And I'm taking this adventure forward. We have discovered new things. I'm sharing these with you now and to my club members at Verloc.club and in my books, Verloc.com slash shop and my podcast. So speaking of comic books, by the way, I have one more story to tell you, and this one is truly hilarious. Our next journey in time takes us back to, I think, 1979-ish, perhaps 1980. My younger brother and I were doing whatever we normally did in our room, playing with Lego, sometimes drawing pictures. Uh, we used to like to draw robots like, you know, the Transformer types and uh, so on. When our dad walked in, 
And he walked in with two heaping cardboard boxes. Dad said, you two can have these. Then he left the room. So we opened these boxes, and what did we find? To our surprise, we discovered stack upon stack of old-school, authentic comic books, reaching a good, perhaps 10 years back in time, and a couple of these comic books even dating back to the 1950s and 1960s. But the majority of the comic books were comic books like Spider-Man. My stepfather loved Spider-Man. Batman, some of the Superman episodes, the Avengers, X-Factor, and then our soon-to-be favorite comics of old time, the X-Men. Yeah, the original X-Men comic books. My golly, man. So it was like having a second Christmas for my little brother and I, and we just enjoyed ourselves thoroughly. Needless to say, we read everything in those two boxes, and then we read all the comics again, and again, and again, until at length, my younger brother and I developed a rather strange idea. Well, an idea that we thought was a bright idea to tell our parents, which of course, as children, it turned out that it wasn't such a hot idea. But we'd eventually learn better. And, well, that's how we learn. So we had some problems at school, living in kind of a rough side of town in America. And for those of you who followed my life story, uh, this was before moving overseas where we attended an international school. And my uh, supernatural experiences kind of changed in those years. Anyway, and so my brother and I always had our backs covered at school. Back to back, like uh, the Wolverine and his brother who became later on in the series the the, uh, Sabretooth. Anyway, my mom and dad one day were asking my brother and I to come out of our room and get ready to go somewhere when we decided that that day would be the day to tell our parents something rather, well, uber bizarro. And I'm not talking about Superman's doppelgamer, uh, doppelgamer, um, bizarro. I'm talking about a bizarre idea that my brother and I had developed. And so we said, Mom, Dad, we have something to tell you. Perhaps you might sit down. We figured out we you know, why we are having trouble at school, and so on. And to this, my parents looked over at us sort of concerned. You know, we had their full attention at this point, as you can imagine, right? Mom and Dad, we've got a problem we got to tell you. And it's about school. It is because, well, you might want to sit down, as I said. And we said this, Mom, Dad, we're mutants. We are mutants. It, you know, my mother didn't know what to say. Um, I think at that time, um, she had been or was still working as a nurse. And her first thought was, what kind of illness have my children contracted? Oh, my dear God, what's wrong? And then our dad's frown suddenly turned to an expression of, aha. And 
Then he went on to explain to our mother about these X-Men comic books that he'd given us and what were called mutants in those comics. Now, for those of my listeners who may not be comic book enthusiasts or perhaps you're not into sci-fi films, and if you're not familiar with the X-Men films or the old comic books, the mutants in those stories are basically people with unique characteristics, qualities, uh, sometimes superpowers, that are caused by a very rare leap in evolution. And so they become like superheroes, and then of course some of them become supervillains and so on. So Dad tried to explain to my brother and I that we probably shouldn't go around telling anyone that we think we're mutants, because it's a scientific term, and... Uh, that most people are going to think something seriously medically wrong with us or something like that, right? So, I mean, laughing my ass off here, right? People would have thought we were deformed or somehow seriously abused. Oh, dear, fuck me. I'm sorry. I just find that memory incredibly amusing. But all joking aside, folks, ladies and gentlemen, there are times back in my youth, and I had discovered, for those of you who have read my Verloc Practical Guides, you, you know this story already, and you've read the amusing uh, comic illustrations included with those stories, that when I tuned a simple radio, or talking to a toy walkie-talkie, I used to put those together and take them apart, but, you know, I was kind of a tinkering kid, I liked to work with electronic hobby kits, sometimes the universe, for whatever reason, would indeed manifest what I asked for. For example, one time my mother was making meatloaf, and for God knows what reason, you know, she actually made some good meatloaf, but, I mean, still, I mean, it's meatloaf, right? Who would who would choose to have meatloaf in place of barbecued burger with bacon and fries? You know, I mean, bacon and fries, but, mm, mm, barbecued burger. Okay, stop that. So, as a child, I just sat there talking to my radio and tuning it across different stations, of course, with the volume on low, and thinking, pizza... I want pizza for dinner. And lo and behold, something miraculous happened. My mother then burnt the meatloaf. And then our dad offered to go pick up lamppost pizza for dinner. And I remember wearing this wolfish grin on my little blonde face and thinking, Mmm, pizza. <laughs> well, that was my first experience in manifesting what I wanted. But of course, as a child, I just thought it was fun and games and couldn't really distinguish between that being magic or just another day playing with my Legos and radio. So it's kind of a funny coincidence that later on in life, the invisible world pushed me towards a little bookshop where a book fell off a shelf, landing at my feet, and I bent over to pick it up. 
And the title of this book was Psionic Power by Charles Cosmano. And I took that book home with me. No, I didn't steal it. I paid for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not an all-around bad guy. And some things like that are beneath me. I took that book home and my life has never been the same. Of course, we have gone well beyond the old hat days of the initial radionics and psychotronic stuff into the world of full-on psionic magic, psionic splicing, psionic robots. But it's kind of fun to go back and talk about where this stuff all started. Anyway, that's me done for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. But the message I want to leave you with for all of you to know is that life is magical and you are going to have the best life experiences ever when you use my psionics knowledge and you talk to me in my club and read through my books perhaps you know listen to my audiobooks that's fun you can listen to my audiobooks while you are working out in the gym taking a drive or lying down in bed or do your own self-study program at home with my unique multimedia downloads yes I have multimedia packages such as dynamic dowsing disclosure get you dowsing like a pro in no time and don't forget my super special deal is coming very soon I'm working hard at this make sure you subscribe to Verlock.com to get my newsletters and the announcement yes my psionics for beginners Academy is going to be fully operational soon yeah like the death star in star wars i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't help throwing that in it will be fully operational soon and i am busting my fingers here putting this bad boy together for my friends of verlock stay tuned to get the news on this wonderful and if i may say so myself thoroughly and very considerately well-planned lesson guide to learning psionics like nobody else can teach it baby Alrighty, so thank you for joining me tonight on planet verlock psionics podcast and until next time as always always keep the magic high and may the force be with you this is Air Doctor Von Brillock signing out. <laughs>